0: Hello and welcome back to West Bank Bible Church Podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm here with Pastor Merritt. And today we will be presenting the Doctrine of Crowns. Uh, You can find that outline in the podcast on uh, westbankbiblechurch.com. But before we begin, as is our custom, let's remember 1 John 1, 9, as may or may not be necessary. And do not forget...
1: The use of First John 1, 9, as David had indicated elsewhere, because uh, we're going to be taught by God the Holy Spirit, but uh, we've got to name our sin back to you, Father, uh, and only you can do that, of course. If God, the Holy Spirit, shows you a sin, you simply use 1 John 1, 9, name it back to God, and you will be taught. So let's begin the doctrine of crowns. Um, First, an introduction at the judgment seat of Christ or what we call the bema B-E-M-A and uh, the bema is an epsilon many think, but actually it's a, a eta and that means we're going to pronounce it as a Bema rather than a Bema. So, paragraph one, at the judgment seat of Christ, or the Bema, as it is called in the Greek, crowns will be awarded. And when we think about the Bema, we uh, realize that it's a crown all right but back in uh, many years who knows when because the Bema occurs sometime after the uh, rapture of the church uh, and uh, we don't know for sure when it will occur, but I think it's safe enough, David, that we can call it a B E M A, but an A D A. The right after the the uh, rapture. So the rapture takes place sometime, someplace. We don't know for sure, but it is going to occur. And that's when we'll, sometime, and I'm guessing it's going to be quite clear when, when we go sailing through the sky and uh, we'll recognize, man, we're going through the rapture. And that'll be a wonderful day. So we're going to talk about that today, about the BEMA. And uh, I certainly hope you enjoy it because it's uh, a time when we will get our crowns for the things that we have done. V E M A. All right, for an introduction of the BEMA. Point one. At the judgment seat of Christ, or the bema, as it is called in the Greek, crowns will be awarded. That's point one. Now let's take a look at a little more information at one point one. One point one. The Bema was a place where a king, judge, or procurator might sit to adjudicate a matter or reward an outstanding athlete or a military hero. It is from the Bema that the judge would issue either punishments or rewards. 1.2 At the Bema, during the Isthmus Games, thus a winning contestant received his special reward, and it is called in Scripture a Stephanos. 1.2.1 It is to this analogy the New Testament speaks when it describes church-age believers appearing before the judgment seat of Christ. Romans 14.10 But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou judge at naught Thy brother, for we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And Rome, excuse me, at Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse ten. Quote now, for we must all appear appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. The word Bema appears several places in the New Testament. Jesus was brought before Pilate's Bema. Matthew 27, 19 when he was set down on the judgment seat his wife sent him a message saying have thou nothing to do with that just man for I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. John 19.13 when Pilate therefore heard that saying he brought Jesus forth and sat him down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the pavement. But in the Hebrew Gamatha Herod Agrippa made his final speech from a Bema. Acts 12.21, and I shall quote. Acts 12.21, And upon a set day, Herod Agrippa, arrayed in royal apparel, sat before his throne, and made an oration unto them, Galileo, the governor of Achaia, judged Paul from a Bema. Romans, excuse me, Acts 18.16. And he drave them from the judgment seat. Paul was brought before a Bema, the judgment seat of Festus, on his way to Rome in Acts 27 6 and again I'll quote and when Festus had tarried among them more than 10 days he went down unto Caesarea and the next day sitting on the judgment seat commanded Paul to be brought Then dropping down to verse 10, then Paul said, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat where I ought to be judged. To the Jews have I done no wrong as thou very well knowest. Now we're ready for the definition and concept. David, why don't you...
0: All righty take charge. Point one, let's look at crowns as they relate to the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment is for believers of the church age. It takes place just after the rapture. The judgment seat is called the Bema. Paul describes the events taking place at the Bema where crowns are awarded in 1 Corinthians 3 verses 11 through 15. And they read, For other foundation can no man lay than let that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work and what sort it is. If a man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Point three. The word for crown in the New Testament is Stephanos. The Stephanos is in ancient Rome was a wreath given to both athletes and military heroes who had distinguished themselves. With it went a large monetary stipend, a parade honoring the recipient, much like a ticker tape parade for the winning team of the World Series, Houston Astros, a significant (laughs) land grant such as 1,000 acres on the Brazos between Waco and Bryan as a lifetime extent. Exemption from taxation for self and family. Now we're dreaming. 3.1.1. Your pastor teacher will be with you at the Bema, for it is his evaluation too. Philippians 4.1. Therefore, my brothers, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, that is how you shall stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. 1 Thessalonians 2.19 and 20. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are the glory and joy. The doctrine of crowns, the word stephanos appears in Scripture to describe Jesus' crown of thorns, Matthew 27.29 and when they had platted a crown of thorns they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him saying hail king of the jews are something of value 1 corinthians 9:25 and every man that striveth for the mastery in temperate is tempered in all things now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are an incorruptible. Philippians 4.1, Therefore, my brothers, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. First Thessalonians 2.19, For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes. Is it not you? 2 Timothy 4, 8. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. In Revelation 2.10, do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you. Church of Smyrna, 100 to 300 A.D., and you will suffer persecution for 10 days be faithful even to the point of death and i will give you the crown of life first peter 5:4 and when the chief shepherd appears you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away revelation 3:11 i am coming soon to you the church at philadelphia the church just before the rapture, hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The church resident in heaven, casting their crowns before the throne of God. That's from Revelation 4.4. 4. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. Revelation 4.10, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, power given the Antichrist, which is the next section, by the way. It's not a continuation of that verse. Revelation 6.2, and I saw, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat on him had a bow and a crown was given unto him. He went forth conquering and to conquer. Demon warriors. During those days, men will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. The locust look like horses prepared for battle. On their heads, they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. Pastor Merritt, take over with Israel, divided into 12 tribes. You can find that in
1: Revelation chapter 12, verse 1, beginning there. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. The royalty of Jesus just before he returns can be found in Revelation 14.14. I looked and there before me was a white cloud and seated on the cloud was one like a son of man with a crown of gold on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Now then for point two. In addition to the crowns awarded for divine good there are special crowns awarded to believers of the church age. For example, a crown of righteousness, 2 Timothy 4, 7, and 8. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now here is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearance. Colonel R.B. Theme, former pastor of the Rebecca Bible Church, Baraka Bible Church, excuse me, to the Heights. and I shall read in 2.1, Colonel R.B. Theme says of this crown, I would seem to be, or excuse me, it would seem to be available to those who have acquired enough doctrine to appreciate and anticipate the rapture and the blessed events following. The crown of righteousness is mentioned only once in Scripture where Paul speaks of his acquiring that crown because he anticipates his death at the hand of Nero. All right, of the crown of life, or a crown of life. Revelation 2.10 Be not afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison and test you, and you will suffer persecution for ten days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you the crown of life. Tell me about the crown of life, David.
0: The crown of life is available to all believers not only reach who not only reach maturity but are able to hold that level even amid significant pressures. There are those who see this crown as available only to believers of the tribulation. This, however, flies in the face of the fact that in every age believers are deluged with pressure and testing from old Satan under the permissive will of God. Its appropriateness for believers in all ages would seem to be strengthened by the fact that James mentions the crown of life. James chapter one, verse 12. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Now a crown of glory. The crown of glory is available only to the pastor teacher who is faithful to the task of studying and teaching, both when it is convenient and when it is not convenient. I'm staring at Pastor Merritt because I believe he does that. Uh. I'll read it again. The crown of glory is available only to the pastor teacher who is faithful to the task of studying and teaching, both when it is convenient and when it is not convenient. First Peter chapter five, verse two through four. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be not greedy for money, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Fittingly, in our new natures, we are seen in heaven casting our crowns at the feet of Christ. Revelation chapter four, verse 10 and 11. The 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things. And by your will, they have created and have their beings. David, I will want to uh,
1: uh, tell not a lot, but certainly enough so that we all can understand how wonderful these uh, crowns uh, will seem to each and every woman, one of us who acquire a crown, and uh, some of you may appreciate it more than others, but going with or coming with, accompanying with the crown will be, first of all, a ticker tape parade uh, down the main street of where you reside on planet Earth and in addition to that you will receive a large landed estate I always uh, like to say it will be something like 100 acres or 300 acres or 500 acres uh, between Waco and Bryan. Uh, and in addition, you will get a, not only a ticker tape parade in a land of the state, but enough money to be able to live for the rest of your life without having to work. So there are a lot of things that go with the crowds. And uh, I'm quoting now from several pastor teachers who have concluded that. Uh, Whether or not that is exactly true, I don't know, but it's going to be nice. Certainly nice. And uh, so we get this parade and we get the money to live off of. And people see you walking down the street and they see you wearing the crown. I'm going to spoil it for you now because... We know from studying that the crown itself is uh, not a golden crown or something like a golden crown. But rather it is a crown that fits on your head and it's made of celery leaf. When I first had that, I thought, oh, why in the world did the Lord print that, David? cell relief, but that's what happened in the olden days. So uh, it's something we want to work toward, and uh, that's our job anyway, to do the very best we can. All right, David, I'm turning it back over to you.
0: As usual, we thank you for being here and we look forward to being with you again next week. If there's anyone within the sound of our voice without Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, or if you know someone outside the sound of our voice, you can tell them. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Pastor Maris closes with a prayer. Father, we're grateful for the privilege
1: of being able to. Uh, be members of the royal family. And we're grateful for the opportunity to uh, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Now, guide us and direct us throughout the rest of this evening. And, David,
0: I'm going to turn it back over to you. Well, you know, as always, until next time, so long.